Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We approach 4 o'clock on this fine... Is today Tuesday? Tuesday! Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a Tuesday here in New York City. We were watching SNY because we're on SNY at 4 o'clock. And they were showing the Mets combined no-hitter against the Philadelphia Phillies on TV. A classic. That's a classic. You knew it off the top of your head. Oh, yeah. I was, I was just wondering, why is this random Mets game on? I was like, watch Edwin Diaz a slider right here. He's about to strike him out. What I'll never forget about that is I DVR'd that game. I got home on a Friday night. I was so tired. I said to my wife, I'm so tired I'm going to sleep. I will wake up in the middle of the night, and I will watch and score the Wait, Mets so game. You took a nap and then woke up and scored the Mets game in yes, the middle of the night. That's correct. And Dude, by the way... Crazy. Me taking that nap and me waking up and scoring a combined number alert! is indeed in the book, My Mets Bible, which comes out on April 3rd, and you can order on Amazon right now. Right now. You go Amazon, Evan Roberts, or My Baseball, my, what's the name of my book? My Baseball Bible? My, my Baseball, baseball Bible. Bible. Yes. My Baseball Bible. Oh, it's My Baseball Bible. Jeez, I'll, get, I'll get the name right eventually. Interesting of anecdote <laughs> on your book that I'm very interested in. I encourage everybody to pre-order it on Amazon. Some of these are not games you went to. I was under the assumption they were all games you went oh, to. Oh, no, no, no. Games I've scored. I yeah. was under that same assumption. No, Sean, no. Does it's that old... make it less enjoyable for you, potentially? Yeah. Why? What? Because I want the backstory of the game, like being at the stadium, the, you know, how you got there. You know, from your couch, waking up from a nap. I I, I think it's a little That's amazing. a part of the story. A part of the story is I went to bed on a Friday night. I woke up at 2 a.m., Opened up my scorecard. And by the way, I'm a the loser. Name, the name of my book is My Mets Bible. Okay, so let's get that right. Well, you my, didn't get it right. It's my, your book, what dummy. Said, what did I say? I don't know. My baseball Bible. My oh, yes. Mets Bible, seeing 30 years, scoring 30 years of baseball. Are any of these games not Met games? <laughs> no, it's all Met games. They're all Met games. That's why it's my right. Mets Bible. Okay, makes sense. But I did went to, to sleep. You have to like, request <laughs> Did I have to request what? Like permission to use their name in the in the title? Uh, it's too late for that. <laughs> but you didn't ask God to use the Bible either. You know what? That's I've given the Mets so much of my money that let's call that the fee, okay? I've given that franchise so much of my money. Mm-hmm. If they would have charged me, that's the fee. Right. You know, I've watched so much crappy baseball that, trust me, that covers it. But that game, went to sleep, woke up at 2 a.m., open up the book, score the game, and as the combined no-hitter's going on, I'm like, holy crap, are they going to pitch a no-hitter? And when it was sealed on that Edwin Diaz slider, and I checked my phone, 175 text messages. Really? I've never seen my phone blow up to that level. So you didn't check your phone? No. 
you, so you had all of these text messages. Correct. And then you went to sleep with all of these text messages unanswered. Yes, because I... Listen, Dude, you, the, you you have some, like, self-discipline. Well, I There's think, no way that I could go to bed not checking at least one. And I, by checking one, I'd see all of them. Well, don't check your phone. Why the hell do you feel the need that you've got to check your phone? Just go to sleep, dude. I mean, if I have 100 text messages, I think something happened. Are you like with somebody your... I know died or something. Well, I, I, the guy who woke up to score a baseball game just yeah. told you to go to sleep, dude. <laughs> well, if you're tired, go to sleep. You don't have to check your phone. Like, I heard this morning, Eddie Scazzari said something on the air. Uh, I forget if it was to Boom or Geo, where he said, hey, you could always DVR football games. You could skip the commercials. And, again, I, I think it was Boomer. Maybe mm-hmm. it was probably Geo because Boomer's at, like, CBS during games. And Giannotti's like, no, man, I got to check my phone. And Eddie's like, why can't you put your phone away for a few minutes? And that's what I do when I DVR all of these games. I just put my phone away. Okay. It ain't that complicated. I know it's not, but I think you're alone in this. Okay. Well, I think what Tiki's saying is if you see 200 missed text no, messages. No, I didn't see 200 missed text messages. Gotcha. I, my phone is gone. Like, I'm not gotcha. looking at my phone until I'm in the clear because I watch the Met game but, and nothing will but spoil But what it. if something really bad does happen and you prioritize and you scoring a baseball right. game over exactly the death of your point. aunt? Well, I, I am with, no, my, you know, I'm with no, my wife. And she'll and tell you? there's some kind of emergency, she will find out about it. has got an answer for everything. Yeah. I know. Well, that is the answer. Is like, he going to kill you if you find out before you sit down and yes! watch Why? Because but I want to watch the game and not know the result. I'm a loser. So the result. A spoiler to, uh, I don't know, Barbie movie, would you not now go watch it? Barbie movie is very different than a Met game on a Friday night. Very different. Do you do you hate spoilers on shows? So if you're watching Game of Thrones, I finally watched season eight. Mm-hmm. You're watching Game of Thrones, and I, you, someone tells you what happens at the end. Yeah. Are you not now going to watch it? Um, Are you going to be less upset? It's a, it's a great question. The answer is it doesn't bother me as much because I think sometimes the best movies and TV shows are the ones where you know the ending, but you're trying to figure out how you got there. Mm. And so it doesn't bother me as much with What's TV shows and movies. What's the difference? Seriously. Are you serious? If someone says, oh, my God, the Mets just pitched a no-hitter. Sort and of. you were like, cool. But then you watch it, and you're like, oh, wow, this is a combined no-hitter. No, that's this not is this. amazing. Tiki, you're a very smart guy. I know I am, but I'm this just trying to figure out your nerddom. This is the dumbest thing you've ever said Why? To me. No, it's, it is. Oh, what's the difference if you know the result of the game? It's sports. I don't want to know the result of the game. I want to watch the game. But you think if I knew that Jacques Vaughn was going to idiotically not challenge <laughs> that foul call at the end of the game yes. and the Nets would lose on some half-ass shot by Mikel Bridges? The Nets still in the league. Do you think I would have wasted two and a half hours of my freaking life watching that garbage basketball team? No. So then I don't want to know the result. But you're an ob- uber fan. You're going to find out anyways. You're going to watch I'm it I'm going to find out by watching the entire game from its beginning, but not knowing okay, the spoilers. So, so if you had done this with the Nets game last night, yeah. would you have not felt like you had wasted your time watching I it? always feel like I waste my time watching crappy teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's 65% of my life <laughs> is watching the garbage Jets, the garbage Nets, the garbage Mets. So why just not just waste, find waste, out? waste, and waste? Why don't you just find out and save yourself the angst that you know is going to come? Because then I'm not really a sports fan. I'm yes, not even watching are. the games. Yes, you are. Ah, I'm going to watch the games. i got to watch the story. It's not just the games when it comes to sports that he doesn't want spoiled. We were in a meeting with Spike a few weeks ago, and Robert Sala was holding a press conference, and we knew what he said in the press conference, and we were about 
about to say it, and Evan reacted like we were giving away the birth of his child in the sex of <laughs> He's like, no, I need to watch the press conference. Yes. It's a dude answering questions from reporters. No, here. no, no. We didn't give what? away the ending of the Titanic But movie. you're leaving out the biggest part. Which, Which press conference was it, Luke? Yeah, they were going back to Zach Wilson for the nine billionth time. No, Spoiler missed the lead. Missed the lead. That, was that was a part of it, but that's not the reason I it needed to hear it live. The one. Yeah, thank like you, Sean. Uh, thank you, Sean. I needed to hear yeah. what Robert Sala no. was going to say about Joe No, Meningo. thank you, Sean. I said, I said out loud in the meeting, he's made a decision on Zach, and you went, he had a temper tantrum. So it was not about Joe, although that presser was. <laughs> you didn't want to do that. No covering here, What's pal. wrong with wanting to see something for yourself instead of you telling me? Like, what's wrong with that? It's weird. It's I, not weird. I have friends that it's when they childish. watch a show and they show, like, the scenes for the next episode will close their ears and eyes and start humming out loud so they don't see anything <laughs> in the trailer. I like I mean, that. that's weird. I like that. <laughs> I respect the hell of that. By the way, we got breaking news in the sports world. Mike Tomlin told his team he's coming back next year <laughs> to coach the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the rumors of Mike taking a year off or Mike going away, that's not happening. Now, right. the key question that I am so fascinated by, Mike Tomlin has one year left on his deal. In this report by Mike Garofolo of Tomlin telling his team I'm coming back, we don't know if Tomlin is going to extend that contract mm-hmm. or if he's going to play out the string. If he plays out the string, I do remember this in baseball. This has happened in baseball where a manager can become a true free agent. We saw it with Joe Girardi a few years ago. I don't remember, correct me if I'm wrong, when an NFL head coach got to true free agency, which Mike Tomlin would get to if he doesn't sign any kind of extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it sets up a kind of an unprecedented situation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So there's been many long-tenured head coaches. Sean Payton down in New Orleans. Pete Carroll. Obviously, uh, Bill Belichick, who's now who's now leaving despite signing a, an extension uh, this past offseason. So... I think it's unprecedented because Mike Tomlin is not old, right? It's not like he's up in his 60s and late 60s or 70s like Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. So there's a question about whether or not they'll want to, even though I think they both want to, but whether teams will want him when when they're they're free. Like, if you want Bill Belichick, you got to realize it might be for three years. 
Might be for four years. Right, he's not right. coaching when he's 78 years old. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I don't think so. And so with Mike Tomlin, it's unprecedented because he's 56 or so. Well, not even, probably not even that old. No. I don't even think he's that old. I don't he's even only, think he's 50, dude. It's, he's got to be, dude. I think he's he took the job. For 17 years. I think he took it when he was 30. He will be 52 in March. Okay. Right. Yeah, so he's, he's going to be 52 years old. I knew he was a, a couple years older, older than us because he was just missed me at, he was at, William & Mary when I was at Virginia. With all due respect, a couple of years older than us, you mean a couple of years older than, than you. Me, than me. I'm I 40. Us. Uh-huh. I meant me and Rondé because gotcha. he's tight with Rondé. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so if he becomes a full free agent, I think it creates an unprecedented situation. That'd be amazing. I suspect if he's really good next year and they it looks like, oh, we got to keep him, they'll get a deal done in the middle of the season. Like, yeah. It won't, it won't happen. I- but I don't. I can't think of a circumstance where this has ever happened in football. You either get fired, right. you decide to walk away and retire and do something else, um, or take a year off and go and you know do TV so you can toll your last deal and then get traded like Sean Payton did a couple of times. I don't think I've ever seen this with yeah, a it's, young coach. It's more common in baseball. Obviously, I use the George Girardi example. The better example would be Craig Council because we just mm-hmm. witnessed it a few months ago. Dusty Baker used to sign one-year deals. Craig Council's contract obviously ran out. Joe Girardi. So it feels like in baseball we've seen it happen. I do not remember in the NFL a head coach getting to true free agency, which Mike Tomlin can get to. And real quick on Saquon Barkley, because I thought this was a breadcrumb of his intentions, mm-hmm. that he's gone. Like, if they Giants allow him to get to free agency... He's going to leave. That's how I took this. Saquon last night goes on social media late in the Bills game, right before the Eagle game, and says, nothing like playoff football. I got to get back. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a guy. I don't mean any disrespect to the Giants, but the Giants are going to face questions. Right. They could get back to the playoffs. I'm certainly not arrogantly telling you they're not going to, but in his time here, he's made the playoffs once. Those are just the results. That sounds like a guy who's like, man, if the Chiefs are interested, I'm out. Yeah. If the Bills are interested, I'll see you later. Yeah. No, you know? There is a, I mean, it just feels like Saquon's at the point where he's, I don't want to say he's tired of New York because I don't think he's tired of New York, but I think he's tired of the drama of New York. Now, a buddy of mine, Jackson Thompson, wrote a story for The Messenger and he interviewed Saquon, did a video interview. That's on Twitter. You can find it. Uh, but also for the uh, the article, I mean, and he's talking about his diet, right? That he stopped eating meat a lot and stopped eating cheese. He's become, you know, vet, vegan in a, in a sense. Just feels better, feels good about himself. He's still only 26 years old. But in the piece, like, one of the lines is, I've had enough New York pizza, right? And you take it out of context. Oh. It's like, I'm done. I'm done with New York. I'm ready to go, go elsewhere. But when you comp- combine that with his exit interview, where he was basically saying, if you're going to franchise me, tell me now. I don't, don't, don't drag it, drag me out. Uh, I realize that there's no loyalty. If I get a fresh start somewhere else, I get a fresh start somewhere else. Like he's fed up with the drama. I think so. Of being, of not getting a long term deal. I think he's fed up of that. And I also as a, think as a competitor, he's fed up from not winning. He's only had one winning season right. with the New York Giants. And he's been good for a couple of them. Yeah. Right. And so. Ultimately, you start asking yourself, when am I going to win? And it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to bail when it feels like the Giants are, are at least taking steps towards becoming a winner. But do you think he thinks that way? You think he thinks, A, that he'd be bailing? I think he'd be saying, hey, no, they haven't given me what I deserve. And no. then B, I don't know what he feels about the status of this team. Right. They I think went from th- nine wins to six wins. They may have a new offensive coordinator. Right. We'll see. They may have a new quarterback. We'll see. 
it's it's a franchise in flux. It doesn't mean they may not be in a better place next year. But they're but better with saying, him. And of I course think he, they are. I think he knows that, that they're better with him, but he also needs to be respected. And that's that's the dance. That's a that's a delicate dance. What I think would annoy me if the Giants let him get to free agency is a very simple question that we have to go back on because this would annoy me. Mm-hmm. Weeks and weeks, I guess it's months and months ago, before the NFL trade deadline, we talked, we had a very frank conversation about, hey, if the Giants are going nowhere, they should sell people off. Right. And you very passionately defended not trading Saquon Barkley, and you gave fine reasons, mm-hmm. I think, the importance in the locker room, right. what reason to go fan to MetLife Stadium, right. fan base, a lot of very compelling reasons. He's still young. If you let him go as a free agent, and you would be letting him go because you didn't tag him, you could always tag him and mm-hmm. bring him back. If you allow him to get to free agency and he leaves, how could you not have entertained trading him during the season? I, th- I think because trading him in the middle of the season went against the, uh, the the culture that Dave's was trying to build, right? This culture of of work for what you what you get, right? You it, you're not going to get minutes or time unless you're playing, un- unless you earn it. And Saquon was the epitome of that. Let's not forget a year ago when Dave's was a, a rookie head coach for the New York Giants. Saquon's future was very uncertain. Like it, nobody knew what Saquon was going into his fran- that that first franchise tag year. He's coming off an injury. We didn't know what Saquon was going to be. He balled, right? He was awesome. Like he was exactly and did exactly what what Coach Dave's wanted. And he was a leader, and it it showed on the field. Guys followed him. They loved him. And so to let him walk now. I think it, it kind of takes away that one advocate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The guy who, even if it's just by example, was doing exactly what the coach wanted. And so it's 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 difficult, man. Right? Is he is he declining? I don't think so. But he didn't rush for a thousand yards this year. It's not all his fault. They had turmoil on their offensive line, and he wants to get paid or at least get some security in his next you know short term future. And the Giants haven't been willing to do it. It's a real conundrum. All right. Let's do a little long-term bet. You guys ready for a little long-term bet action? Sure, Ev. Mm. It's January 16th. It's 4.15 p.m. Eastern time. Will Saquon Barkley be a New York Giant in 2024? I think yes. Tiki says yes. All right, Sean, go ahead. Yes. Oh, look at this. Giant shill Sean Moran. I don't want him to be. You don't want him to be. That's the yes with a caveat. I'd rather the Giants move on. Why? A, just for my own, I'm tired of arguing over whether the pick was worth it. Uh-huh. And number two, I think the more they move on, the more it stops forcing them to say this is our only offensive weapon. It might actually little pep in their step to fix the offense. I'm going to say he's not a New York Giant next year, and I'm going to give you the team. Go ahead. I want to put myself out there. I'm going to give you a team. So let me go, Evan, no. You ready for the team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, should he get the Weed and Boys music ready? Excuse me? Should he get the Weed and Boys music ready? No, no, I'm not yeah. trolling you. I'm going to give yeah. you an honest team. It's okay. not a troll. It's literally... Evan predicting what team Saquon Barkley is going to be on in 2024. The You're, Commanders. Not the not Joe. Be, it's not going to be in, in division. It is not a divisional team. I, I swear, I'm not trolling. You're going to almost roll your eyes and say, wow, right. that's random. Can I guess? Yeah. If you nail it, I, I'd be scared. Because, <laughs> like, it's not anything sexy. It's just a educated guess based I- on... Oh, I think I got Stuff. it. Really? I got it. If you guys, hold on, I want to write it down so you don't think I'm lying. Okay, I've written it down. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean, you guess. My guess, based on need, his playoff viability, and random, the Texans. Mm. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
You dirty ball <laughs> son of a bitch. What does it say right there? It says Houston. How the hell did you do that? Because they don't have a running game. They have cap space with a young quarterback, right. and they're a playoff team. And right. Devin Singletary, who's had a good year, is yeah. a free agent at the end yep. of the season. They're not going to pay him because it's like, eh, Devin, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is he's a good player. He's not quite Saquon. Were you going to guess the Texans, too? So that would have been my second guess. Oh, okay, fair enough. So I would not have gotten it. My, I would have been inside your head, but, Evan. But it was an <laughs> AFC team that I would have guessed. Who'd you guess? The Baltimore Ravens. I was, You know what? That would have been, to be fair, that was on my list of teams. Because I thought, okay, trolling bastard. Mm-hmm. I could say Eagles or Cowboys. Right. I could troll you. I'm like, I don't want to troll. I just want to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just going to give you an honest answer. Thought about the Ravens. The Ravens are a t- as crazy as Lamar's going to win the MVP. He does not have a 1,000-yard wide receiver, and he does not have a 1,000-yard rusher. Think think about yeah, that. That's crazy. So think how good they – it was 13 games. And if Odell resigns. Like, oh, yeah, Odell they, come over. They could have had one if Dobbins didn't go down week one. Uh, yeah, but it's it's just, ah, it's just the fact of Forgot the fact. It. No, you're right. I love right. Lamar. I think – yeah. All right, Everything. so the only one around here who showed balls is me. Unless, Lugie, would you like to join in and pick a Saquon team if he's leaving or no? I don't think he'll be on the Giants. Ooh, who are you, you picking to, to be on? Well, I can't say Texans because I said that in the meeting, and Evan already went with that. I'm going to go, and you said Ravens as well? I said Ra- I Chiefs. The Ravens. I love how he throws oh. that in there. We never talked about this in any freaking meeting. Oh, we talked we about other stuff, but right. that's for a different day. Would you say Kansas City? Chiefs, sir. Uh, that's you. good. You know what? Mm-hmm. I like that you showed some But I think Chief fans love Pacheco. Yeah. You can never have too many running backs, though. Yeah. <laughs> but not one you're going to have to pay $13 million a year. So you could use him. Hey, by the way, they don't have a lot of reliable options in the passing game. So Saquon can be a guy in the passing game that can help out Mahomes. Yeah, that's all. We, have we sat here for five years and we don't realize that Saquon kind of stinks in the passing game? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> eh, that's fair enough. I He's mean, not Tony not really. or McCole Hardman and those not other. Really, he does have a scrubs. ton of like, career wide receivers. We will readdress this issue come March when Saquon Barkley leaves the New York Giants. I can't believe you picked the Texans right out of my head. You got to watch the games, Ev. You got to know the team. No, no, you got to know do. the needs. No, clearly I do because I said that. I know. Clearly, clearly I it. do too, pal. Yeah, I don't like mm. that. I thought <laughs> I was gonna. I don't like the fact that he took something out of my head, Tiggy. That yeah. kind of scares me. No, he did nail it. Let's go to Steve in Newark. What's going on, Steve? Hey, what's up, guys? What's uh, up? Yeah, I. Hey, I'm a Bills fan, and uh, hey, I'm not trying to throw any salt in the wounds here. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to actually add a layer to the Dayball story. Go ahead. So. In 2021, obviously his last year as the OC in the Bills before he signed with the Giants, it's kind of an eerily similar scenario that would happen this year. So I'd say about mid-year to late mid-year, there was chirping, you know, like by beat reporters online and, and, you know, Twitter guys saying that McDermott and Dable have issues. Right. Yes. And then, you know, that was the year of the infamous 13-second playoff loss. They, right. they had a great this. run and, right. you know, should have should advanced. But Against the Kansas then, City Chiefs. Uh, that was a, a Chiefs piece, game. Yes, yes. And then a piece comes out, you know, maybe like a week or two later, similar to just what happened. It was either the Athletic or the Buffalo News. Extensive piece. But, like, Ev, like you said earlier to Lugie, like, you know, there was no – Actual sources, everything was anonymous. So, you know, as a Bills fan, you know, you're wondering. And, you know, as Bills fans, we're like, hey, man, do we want Dave Ball as the head coach? Right. Basically, we knew he was gone, whether it was OC or head coach. Right, right. But what gave me the icing on the cake was, 
And I, I would, um, you know, I would um, ask viewers, listeners, and you guys even to look at Dable and McDermott's um, reaction after the game this year. I Nine see. Bills oh, I remember. I don't even have to look at it, Steve, because right. I remember when remember. it happened. Yeah. There was a very icy kind of interaction between the two, and it was out there that Sean McDermott and Brian Dable did not get along. Mm-hmm. And now, what do we think of that looking back on it? I'll tell you my perspective on it. I think that they both, both of them, have very strong personalities. Mm-hmm. I'll say this about McDermott more than Dayball, because I really feel this way about McDermott, not as much Dayball. McDermott gives off this kind of douchey vibe. <laughs> I mean, Sean McDermott, I know people like to forget this. Yeah. I don't. Sean McDermott decided to tell his team, you know what we should do in preparation for a game? We should aspire to be terrorists. Mm-hmm. That's what Sean McDermott did. He did that at a meeting, and I know we gloss over it now. It'll never be brought up again. There's certain things you don't forget. For some reason, yeah. I don't know why that is not a big deal. I can't explain it, but hey, I bring it up right. on Drive Time Radio at 421 I again. I understand why his players don't. Because they aren't old enough to have been emotionally affected by it. Right. So as players, I get it. Slough it off. Doesn't mean anything. But if you're old enough to remember what the emotional impact of that moment was and to champion the guy because they planned it well, yeah. come on. It is the most like ridiculous, right. awful pregame or in a meeting speech one can give. So maybe that's why I have this bias mm-hmm. towards Sean McDermott being a giant douche. And I don't feel that way about Brian Dable. Maybe you think I do. I don't. I'm just trying to call it like it is with Brian Dable. So when I hear, and we've heard it for years, that those two guys didn't get along, it's probably more Sean McDermott's fault. (laughs) If we're just being honest. Because Brian Dable probably heard Sean McDermott say, hey, remember those terrorists on 9-11? They're brave. We should play like that. And Brian Dable, because he's a sane human being, probably thought to himself, how is this guy a head coach in the NFL? Right. How is this guy even a human being allowed to talk right. in front of people if hell? he's evoking terrorists as something we aspire to be? What in the hell are you even talking about? So, yeah. That I, would have been my response. Yeah. I think most people's response. But apparently it wasn't. No, which is crazy. <laughs> it is. But I, players I, are defending him. I don't get it. I think that the Dable-McDermott relationship is probably just this case of two really strong personalities. They're just strong personalities that have an expiration date on being able to work together. And by the way, it's the same thing I said about Dable and Wink. Mm-hmm. When these reports first came out back in October, I surmised to you they're probably going to break up because I believe Jay Glazer's reporting, and he turned out to be right. Mm-hmm. And I believe they're going to break up because you're talking about two guys that are really strong personalities, and sometimes they can, like, work for a year or two. Yeah. But then it's like, whoa. Right. And and also, let's not forget that Wink, like, I know he said this was his dream job. It's his location job, um, playing uh, coaching for the New York Giants as a D.C. And there's story defensive coordinators in New York Giant history. Like, mm-hmm. you know this. And so uh, you, you can't discount that, but you also have to remember, Wink – wants to be a head coach. Yes. Right? He wants his opportunity to be a head coach. So while he'll say that, you know that in his mind, he's still thinking, well, I would I would have done it differently. I would have handled X situation. The Xavier McKinney one comes to, to, comes to the forefront of our minds. I would have handled it differently, which he actually did mm. than Dave's did. And that creates exactly what you're talking about, Evan. This, like, loggerheads of personalities hitting each other in meaningful moments in a season. And it caused a, a schism. Yeah. It just wasn't, you know, fixable. It's funny how fast things can change. I remember earlier this season when it looked like the Bills were not going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
we had Bill fans calling up saying, hey, we'll trade you picks for Brian Dable. <laughs> right. We want Dave's back. Let's mm-hmm. get rid of Sean McDermott. Ryan's in Rockland. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, guys. How you doing today? What's up, dude? Excellent. Um, I'm just – so I'm calling t- today as a Giants fan, but more so as a, uh, as a huge hater of the city of Philadelphia and Eagles. <laughs> Hell and, yeah, uh, baby. I was, I was enjoying last night more than anything. Um, I'm too young to see when the Cowboys were good, so they don't really affect me. But <laughs> oh, yeah. watching, watching Philadelphia Eagles fans just be like – Miserable is one of my favorites. It's, 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 I'm smiling today. Was, all day. I just can't stop. I'm just curious. I want to pick your brain as an Eagle hater because I join you in that. Even though I'm not a Giant fan, I join you in just a strong dislike for the city of Philadelphia on so many levels. Yeah. Like tonight, I can't wait to watch Nikola Jokic school Joel Embiid. Like small little <laughs> things. I can't wait. What was your favorite part seeing Nick Sirianni's face? Was your favorite part yeah. seeing Eagle fans in the stands? Like, tell me, walk me through your mind last night mm-hmm. on the things that gave you the most pleasure. Well, I definitely hate Sirianni the most because mm. I don't know what it is. That whole thing with that video that's gone viral, I'm sure you guys have seen it, where oh, he, yeah. when he's screaming at that with the Chiefs yeah. fans and stuff. Like, that, watching him last night, just like he had no answers after it, and he's so arrogant to go a whole go-for-two thing. Uh, you know, like, I, uh, I hope he got – I actually hope he, they, he keeps the job because I think he's a terrible coach, and, and I would like to play against him twice a year. But, like, oh, watching his face, I, the only one I felt bad for was Jason Kelsey. Because I, I do, I do, I do kind of like him, but the rest of them, oh, it was beautiful to watch. <laughs> yeah, you like Kelsey because he's had success and he's been around for a long time, and, and his brothers, you know, Travis, and he does a cool podcast. All those no, good things. Enough with Jason Kelsey. I agree. I think Jason Kelsey's a giant phony, and I'm glad he's out of the league. What? Well, that's yeah, stronger yeah. than me. I don't know that he's a phony, no, but I'm glad he's got. I'll tell, I think, I'll tell I you why. I think he's going to be really good in the media when he's done. Of course, because he manipulates everybody so well. Here's my issue with Jason <laughs> Kelsey. I feel like so many times he would sit there in front of the media and do things for the city of Philadelphia to get what they call a cheap pop. You know what a cheap pop is? Yeah, of course. Like a cheer, a, you know, emotional uplift. Yeah, it's like a wrestler walking into Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, maybe being he'll like, do that. What's up, Little Rock, Arkansas? Yeah, it's a cheap pop. Right. Maybe he'll do that. He could. WWE. <laughs> he could. Rob Gronkowski tried it for five right. minutes. But what Jason Kelsey would do that I would see through is he would say, oh, let, please give me the microphone so I can talk about Ben Simmons. And he would give the Philly fan like that cheap, oh, yeah, Ben Simmons, you know, you really got to you gotta care. You can't take your cell phone to practice. You got to care. And then he would say, you know, Bryce Harper is so great. Like, he did all these things. So he actually did these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could find it. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, like, I'm not following him close enough to, and, to know. And Philadelphia ate it up. And I don't blame you. Like, I have no issue with the fans of Philly right. saying, come on, that guy's my man. Because he manipulated you brilliantly. I mean, he did a great job. Oh, he done, who, manipulating someone brilliantly. Oh, that sounds familiar. To sure does, Tiki. Oh, it could be. Could be Aaron Rodgers? Excuse me. I don't see any similarities. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what, what are you we're talking rise about. Again. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to rise again. That trophy I, sure looks lonely. I am unmanipulatable. Get rid of the BS in the, in the, in the organization. <laughs> Stop uh, all the things that don't lead directly to winning. <laughs> yeah! I see what you're doing. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just calling it like it taking is. Taking my knock on Jason Kelsey and turning <laughs> it into Aaron Rodgers. Right. Either way... A lot of people love Jason Kelsey. I'm done with him. All right, goodbye. You know what? You manipulated them very well. I give you a lot of Great credit career. for it. Great career. Great Oh, yeah. No, nothing but respect for his career. An unbelievable Hall of Fame career. Hall of Fame career. I'm, I'm sure he's glad. a good dude. I'm just glad that last tush push got stoned. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think the one guy in Philadelphia who I looked at and said, you know what? I like that guy. Who? 
You know who it is? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I don't dislike Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Now, maybe I will at some point. Maybe I will look at him the way I look at Bryce Harper and Joel Embiid as just Philadelphia. But for now, no issue with Jalen. Yeah. But that chase. Uh, I got a friend down there in that organization, and I said this to him two years ago. I said, you know what's wrong with Jalen Hurts? What? He's going to make you guys likable. And you know who killed that? Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Go ahead. So we have uh, another development off of the Pat Leonard story from yesterday. You might remember the excerpt where coaches were calling other coaches saying, do not take jobs there. Uh, The Giants have hired Aaron Wellman as the executive director of player performance. And Joel Thomas, long-respected running back coach in the NFL, spent the last nine years developing Alvin Kamara with the Saints, has been hired. So all those calls, don't take jobs with the Giants. The Giants get well-respected coaches. Because, Tiki, you did this too. Hiring somebody, and I'm not saying those guys aren't great hires, by the way. I have no idea. Hiring somebody doesn't mean that that part of the story wasn't true. Hmm. Like, using that to say, see, Pat Leonard's source who said someone in the giant organization is telling other coaches to not take this job, that proves it's not true. One plus one in this case doesn't equal two. No, it doesn't, but it's also just... You don't have to believe it, but, but to use it that way, it's like, come on, bro. But it's not no. even believing it, because when I hear things like that, right, I told him not to take that job. Are you kidding me? Do you know how not for long the NFL is? Hey, we really want to hire you. Nah, I heard you're an ass. I'm not taking that job. Do that once and see if you get another offer anywhere else. I'm just telling you. It just, like, a lot of the story, I get it. I understand it. Maybe there's some credence to it. But it comes with, like, so many question marks about the like the relevance of it. It just doesn't make any sense. But, this is not changing. I know this for a fact. Yeah. A, a iota of the belief in the New York Giants and Brian Dable. Not one iota. People are now saying, oh, Brian Dable, he's such a jerk. Well, he might not be our coach for long. There's now some question marks about whether or not he's the right guy for the job. It just... It doesn't make sense, and to and to and I've heard this many times over the over the years. Oh, don't go work for that guy. He's he's an ass. You can't turn down the job. I agree with you. You just can't. I agree with you. Like you can you can say it, and it sounds I don't know like holier than thou. But you can't turn down jobs in the NFL. I completely agree, which is why Sean's point was very stupid. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, it was. Like you didn't let me finish. You why you can't was. turn down jobs? Like. I wasn't citing that part of the story as you won't be able to hire anybody. And by the way, I completely agree with Tiki. I think that guy would be foolish to turn down a job, especially if it's a promotion. Trust me. I've been in that spot before. I'll never forget it. I could say it now. Hey, Evan, you've got a choice. Stay in middays or work with Craig Carton. And I'm like, I don't want to work with that guy. I spoke to Robert Sala last night. (laughs) And I remember going home that night. And uh, jokes aside, I had a great time working with Craig, so don't take it as a shot. But I remember going home that night saying, honey, I don't know, man. Craig Carton. And we both agreed, like, you don't turn that job down. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of the same. So no one's arguing. And I want to make that clear. I'm not saying, boy, the Giants won't be able to fill jobs. So for you to say the Giants hired someone, see that story's not true, it can still be true. It doesn't mean it may turn into anything. It doesn't mean people are going to turn the job down. So I understand you wear Giants underwear. And I respect that, Sean. Big blue and white underwear. But don't turn everything into C. Pat Leonard's a hack and the Giants, everything's fine. Don't do that. I, this Don't is, do that. But this is where I punch back a little bit. The running back coach they just hired. Has I know. Been, he's the greatest hire of all time. No, I got not, it. It's not that he's the greatest hire. He was not unemployed. 
he was still the Saints running back coach. This is a lateral move in which he asked the Saints, can I please interview there to get The same organization that's getting rid of its entire offensive staff, okay. right? No, no, I'm sorry. That, is that happening? That, no. Did I make that up? Right, but the Saints is didn't Dennis get... Is Dennis Allen getting rid of like his but entire they, offensive they staff? They did not fire him. They, did they not kept him. him. They allowed him. It's so toxic with Brian Dable that this guy looked at Dennis Allen and said, I would really <laughs> like to do my same job under Dable. Listen, that's I, all I'm saying. I get it. You don't believe Pat Leonard's story because it hurts your feelings. But mm. that doesn't mean every move they make proves you're right and he's wrong. Mm. Like, I'm, not ripping, the I'm not ripping this guy for being hired. This guy may be a great hire, by the way. And I agree with Tiki's overall point that I think you shouldn't turn down jobs in the league. Like, it'll hurt you, you in just, the long you run. You just can't. But if every time the Giants hire someone, you're going to get on your pedestal and lecture that that just proves that story's true, you can do it. I'm just going to fight back because I don't think it proves anything. I just think a guy who's not unemployed, working for another head coach, looking, saying, I prefer that situation talking to plenty of people's circles, should give you a little more credence into we have a few disgruntled ex-employees that are feeding Pat Leonard information. Okay. No. There's fact of that. I don't think there, Thanks, are, there are people in that story who work for the Giants. Unless you think Pat's a liar. And if that's what you want to say, no, you should I'm not say saying it. that at all. No, no, Sean sure may are. want to say it. They just call him a liar. Say he made up the story. He's got all disgruntled people I, as his sources. I don't. You could say that again. I don't think Pat made up the story. Okay. I think there's a, a stretching of the truth when it comes to sources inside the building. It's there's okay. sources that used to be inside. It's the all right. Building. John Mario will give you a good treat right after the show. Yeah, I like cookies. <laughs> hey, Kayvon Thibodeau gave you some cookies when we were at training camp. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's right. That did happen. It did. Looking back, <laughs> those cookies and that slow cave on start. Maybe one plus one equal two. <laughs> Don't eat so many cookies next year, cave on. Real quick, Nick is in Huntington. What's up, Nick? Nick, hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Oh, big cowboy fan. The hate is unbelievable. I is it not deserved, season. though? Is it not deserved? Wait, wait. Nick? Do I listen to me, Teak? And Teak, yeah, I want you to listen to me because you're a football player, NFL guy. As far as losses go, this this weekend was terrible. Bigger losses to me is 94, the Dion no call. It's a bigger loss to yeah. me. It's a catch game. The catch game, wait, nobody says this, Teak. You know, Fred Dean sacked Danny White in that game on the last drive. Everybody think Dwight Clark caught that pass. Yep. But Fred Dean sacked. We were driving, okay? Right. Giant fans, we have five rings. You have four. That's another thing. Now, Teak, oh. I want to get into this. Oh. Well, this well, is the truth. Nick, it doesn't this, matter. Nick, we got five. Said, got four. This is why I said you can't like compare histories. You just can't do it. Because there's a win. Teak. There's a there's a one up. No matter how you do it. So I we are one up on the Giants. And Evan, as you as a Jet fan, stay away. You can't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he was I, rooting. I, I, he was rooting for the, the Cowboys, side. Nick. He was on their Wait, side want, in the game. Yeah, I was rooting for you, bastards. Teak, Teak, we won three out of four. Right. They played the Niners three straight NFC Championship games. We were pretty good guys on the other side of that. Right. And and they were they beat Buffalo. They were four and zero in two years. But Nick, that was that was before the, the turn yeah. of the millennium. Hey, thank you, Tiki. It was so long ago. How about, the uh, how about not the boys? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I Tiki, I love history. I do. Yes. I'm a big fan of history, sports history. And I think it's and world history and American history. More American history than world history. Mm -hmm. Who cares? But there comes a point where we just can't hang on to what happened before half of the audience was born. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Yankee fans. I address the Yankee fan. You can't cite all of your championships. You weren't alive for like 70% of them. Now, the dynasty era, absolutely they're yours. But after a while, the dynasty era becomes a long time ago. 
And that's why I said this earlier about when Giant, Eagle, and Cowboy fans fight with each other. Yeah. It's all about when your line of demarcation is for when you want to start the fight. If you want to start the fight in 2017, the Eagles win. If you want to start the fight in 2007, the Giants win. But if you want to start that fight in, you know, 1992 or 1972, then the Cowboys may win. But I feel bad for our last caller. Think about what he just did. He was talking glowingly like it gave him some happiness about things that happened 30 years ago. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Like, eventually, those are great memories, mm-hmm. but what do you get for it? Like, I'll say this to my fellow Met fan. I'll rip them, too. 1986 was a million years ago. Like, you could talk about it and appreciate it, of course, but you can't celebrate it like, oh, God, 80s. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, dude, I'm 40. I wasn't even around for it. So, I'm all with history, but come on now. Cowboy fans, you just got to face it. You're losers. <laughs> you just like me as a Jet fan. There really isn't any postseason. We'd have to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, postseason. Yeah. Well, well, what the hell's the difference? Here we go. <laughs> More of your calls you coming had up. To get one of those in, Logie. You had to. He loves it. I love it. More of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666 from happy Giant fans, concerned Giant fans, and football fans with the NFL playoffs rolling on. But a quick baseball note. More evidence that the New York Yankees need to get rid of this beard policy. Every day, the hair on my face gets longer and longer and longer to the point where when I go to the bathroom, I don't even recognize myself. And it's sort of depressing. But I'm growing this beard out of loyalty to Pete Alonso. I will not cut my beard or cut my hair until Pete signs that extension with the New York Mets. And it's forced me to do things I'm not familiar with. So number one, I now use a beard oil that I caress on my beard every single morning. Is that for your face? It's for, for my your, beard. It's for your face or is it for your the beard hair? It's for the beard hair. But the other thing I did today, because I am growing my hair, even though that seems to take a while, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but today is the first day I parted my hair. Mm. You noticed this? I did notice something different. I just couldn't oh. figure out what it was. Yeah. Oh, a side part. Yeah, mm. I, I got a part on the side of my hair that you can see on SNY. And was that hard? Was that difficult? Here's what was difficult, Tiki. This morning Googling which side to part my hair on. Because that was a complicated one. Do I side it to the left? Do I side it to the right? And I found out something I I still don't know the answer to. What I learned was it depends where your cowlicks are. Mm. And I'm like, cowlicks? Cowlicks. Uh, Your cow is not licking you. No, no. Cowlicks. C-O-W-L-I-C-K-S. It's spelled like your cow is licking. Right. The cowlicks is the way the back of your hair like the way that there's like a, a kind of a line in the back of your hair. Right. Uh-huh. I thought cowlicks was something to do with bangs. Not that I ever had hair that would have had bangs. But no. I'm just wondering. Like, the red-haired one is right. I think the term also comes from it looked like a cow licked you. Like it sticks the hair in place. Is that true? That is the way I was interpreted because when I had hair, yeah. I had several cowlicks. Well, you you judge the part based on the cowlicks. <laughs> and yeah. I got to tell you, I spent an hour like looking said- at the back of my head trying to figure out. Well, what does this mean? Like, okay, there's my cowlicks. Right. What the hell am I supposed so to do? Even, even if you understand what they mean by the cowlick, yeah. which way the cowlick is going, yes. and then determining what side the part should be on still sounds complicated. I still it's, have... not a, it's not a straightforward answer. Oh, it has more to do with your sexual deviancy, too. Oh, does it? <laughs> which side you choose to part your hair is also a signal like which uh, direction to have a pineapple in your shopping cart. Interesting. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to part my hair <laughs> the, the opposite way tomorrow. About? 
And I want you to tell me which one looks better. Okay. Because <laughs> I have no preference with the pineapple sexually, so I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure out the pineapple in the shopping cart. <laughs> you know what, Tiki? Do uh-huh. yourself a favor. Well, you don't do any food shopping. Go to your local Wegmans or wherever you go. Uh-huh. Grab a pineapple first thing you do. Put it upside down in the cart. And you tell me what happens by the end of your shopping cart trip. Tiki means you're a swinger. What? What? <laughs> upside down Pineapple means you swing. That's how you pick up swingers <laughs> you, in the local is area. Is that what you and your wife do? Now you can do a full swap, I mean, half swap. The there. How do you even know that? Everybody knows it. I, li- I live <laughs> in Manhattan. Know, not, I didn't. I thought it was the Adirondack chair sitting in front of your house. Oh, there are several things, but if you're going on the move, and that's a, like a this is where I'm looking to pick up my swinging partners. It's the upside down pineapple. Who's going to Wegmans to get a swing? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, Sean sent us a text message this morning. That's right. I forgot that. <laughs> I still can't get over. It's a text message of these two younger people, but like old, like not younger and like the kids, right? Like in their mid twenties, talking about how they love to swing at Disney World, and they swing in the castle, nice. and they swing on Space Mountain, and they swing here, and they swing there. Oh. And it's about how, the and I thought when Sean sent this video, well, this can't be real. They're like mocking it. But no, there are real swingers at Disney World. I was so confused by that this morning. (laughs) Yeah, watch the video. I didn't, I I did. I just didn't respond. It was just weird. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not a small world as much as you think. propositioning? (laughs) No, I'm not propositioning. Oh, is that what you took it? Like the text chain? Like, what's going on here? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just. Maybe I don't want to be your. Manager. No, 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 no. You and your wife are beautiful people. I'm not into that. I concur. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, can you believe as you're sitting on It's a Small World, people have pencils in their Mickey ears, and they're going, hey, you know, come back to uh, the Grand Floridian. T- T- is right, though. You never supplied context for why you sent that text message. Because Evan had just gone to Disney, and I thought it might be funny to bring up on the air at some point this week. No, but you're right. Tiki took it as Sean Swain. And based on the fact that we're talking about cowlicks and hair parts, and he brings up a pineapple, it's almost like... No, because I subconsciously went down all these swinging check marks that every time it comes up. I'm fascinated by swingers, not that I am one. It's just... I. You could give me ten documentaries on it. It's more How interesting do you than the get Yankees. Get away season. with this! How do you even have that first conversation? Right. Would I even Funny. be okay with it? <laughs> By the way, what does a pineapple have to do with a cowlick? Because you can identify a certain person if they're a swinger, if, depending on which way they part their hair. Is that true, though? Yeah, there's all sorts. Wait, of so signals. I'm parting Are my hair. I parted my hair to the um, to the right. If it's my, on yeah. my head, it's to the right. Swinger. If you're looking at me, it's to the left. Yeah, so give us the answer. Which yeah, what way, is the answer? I, gotta look the, I don't put... have hair. I didn't go down that rabbit hole enough. Um, I just knew that was a thing. I'll, I'll look it up for you. I'm going to part my hair the complete opposite way tomorrow just to see, like, which part I like. Because I really have no choice now, Tiki. My hair's growing so much, i got to do something with it. No, you're right. Sounds like Sean just wants to experiment with putting out these... <laughs> These feelers and see if someone propositions. Them. I'm whipping one out. By the way, yes, I I'm so. sorry. If you have a chance to swing, and that means, honey, you go here, I'm going here, and you chose me, I'm sorry. You might as well stand. It could be a chubby chaser. It's a fetish. That's right. That's true. And I, I don't know if the beard is getting to me on this, but the reason why I now think even further today than I did two days ago that the Yankees got to get rid of this beard policy Mm. is not because I'm thinking about making the major leagues as a baseball player. (laughs) Why is it? I saw a video that made the rounds on Yankee Twitter yesterday of Juan Soto and Glaber Torres. And it was great. Like, most Yankee fans took it as, oh, that's awesome. Like, the two teammates are getting along. Mm -hmm. They're having a good time. And what I noticed in the video is that Glaber Torres, in the final year of his contract, has got a full, full 
good looking. Four weeks. Beard. Four and a half weeks. You're good. Yeah, yeah, but why keep Glaber from being Glaber? Like, you know, Yankee fans criticize Glaber Torres. Oh, he makes well, dumb may- plays maybe, on the base pass. Maybe, he does this and that. Maybe we get the best Glaber if we don't tell him on February 15th he's got to get rid of his beard. Ever think of that, Tiki? Or, or perhaps Glaber is just being lazy because it's the offseason. Is that what you think it is? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to shave every day or every other day. It just gets tedious. You just like, I really want to do this. Oh, God. Bring out the lather brush. You lather yourself up. Get the water running. Get the. It's just. It's a. It's a process. You just proved my point even further. If it's something that just takes a lot of work and it's a process in the middle of April. To do properly, by the way. Okay. In the middle of April, don't you want Glaber focused on the fundamentals of baseball no. and not shaving? I his want beard? Glaber to be so disciplined that he wakes up in time to to wash his face or take a hot shower, get his his shaving brush, lather up the shaving brush, put it on. Just perfectly quaff it, put on it again, second level, second layer, do it again, and look beautiful, and come out, and then kick ass. That's what I want. What does that have to do with baseball? It's focus. It's discipline. Come on. You don't really believe <laughs> that. No, I don't. I'm just saying. Okay, good. I thought I was talking to Tom Coughlin for a second. It's a way to keep your discipline strong. I saw a guy crying for help. That's what I saw. Mm. I saw Glaber Torres showing Yankee now Universe. I gotta, now i got to find Glaber with a beard. I thought he looked good, but he that's who Glaber is. And yet in five weeks when he shows up to spring training because the New York Yankees are stuck in the 1970s and George Steinbrenner, who's not walking through that door, poor Glaber Torres in a contract year where he should be focused on baseball and defense and hitting and not making dopey base running decisions, you now tell him, you better shave every day because God forbid you break that Yankee rule. So I'm just on Team Glaber. Or maybe I'm on Team Beard now that I have a big, you know, hairy one. <laughs> Eight seven seven three three seven six six six. you got such a dirty mind there, Sean Mara? By, by the way, Ash. Get can, it? I called him Mara because I think he's a giant chill. Mara ish. Sean Moore Ash. Mara ish. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. The second time. Yeah. Okay, I take that back. Go ahead. What? Um, don't go anywhere in public with your hair like take a rental. What? After my. Look up, or you might be bringing some partners. I'm parting my hair as if I'm a swinger. Damn right, I'm banging my friend's mom. Male left to right indicates you're looking to mingle. In your face? But left to right, (laughs) left to right for me or left to right to you? See, when I stand up and I touch my head, it's left to right. Yeah, that's it. When you look at me, it's right to left. No, okay, you got me. Give me that sausage. (laughs) From, from, From the wearer's point of view. Yeah. So I'm wearing my hair like a swinger right now? that is tonight? And apparently if you wear your hair like that and wear some kind of pocket, front pocket t-shirt, it means you're the initiator. It was because of the golden fog. Are you serious? No, I made that part. Uh, No, but the the parting of the hair? I don't want to swing. Trust me, I'm good. I know. It looks like such a kinky sex activity. In all seriousness, it is the pineapples, it's flamingos on the front lawn, it's Adirondack chairs. Flamingos? Yeah. Well, you got that money from them? No. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with your part of your hair, but oh. if you are wearing black rings, black rings on your left hand. Oh, Say my name, bitch! I'm making that up, too. No, I'm, I'm just reading a whole thing on the Dude, you could have had me on the part. I, I, I was about to mess my hair up. I, say, Screw this. I do have a flamingo bathing suit. Do you? Yeah. I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop over there, you disgusting, disgusting man? Let's go to Bruce in Brooklyn. How are you, Bruce? <laughs> I'm great, guys. Uh, thanks for the great show today. Thank you, man. Uh, 
You know, I think, you know, when Brian Dable was an assistant coach, he always got results. Right. And I think that he's a very competitive guy who needs to win. And I think he's serious about, you know, winning a championship someday as a head coach. And I think he's sending out the message that if you come to work for Brian Dable, you better get results or you're going to be out of here. Right. And I don't think that uh, Martindale was good enough last year to get belligerent with anybody. I mean, his defense was not, uh, like Costo said, it wasn't Buddy Ryan-level defense we were watching last year, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, he was good in moments. He did some really good things, meaning their defense, the Giants' defense, and Wink dialed up some important things. Statistically, they weren't great, right? And that's how you ultimately get judged, especially if – you know, especially if there are some games where you feel like the defense just let you down. I think that's the, the the source of this. Now, it's a team game. Everybody deserves blame. Everybody deserves credit, uh, depending on wins and losses. But, I mean, I think what you said earlier, Evan, is it's just the right read. He's a strong personality. Yeah. Dave's Wink is a strong personality. Sean McDermott, McDermott is a uh, strong personality. They're going to butt heads. There's an expiration date. There absolutely that. is an expiration date. And that's the thought I had when the Glazer report first came out, which yeah. is not that something scandalous was going to occur. Just strong personalities have an expiration date. The one thing I'll take issue with, even though this is such a kind of losery debate, because the Giants went 6-11. and 11. Yeah. We all know they had a failure of a season. But when I think back to their six wins, the games they won were always, more times than not, about the defense mm -hmm. than it was the offense. So I'm not telling you, Brian, uh, Wink Martindale had this electric year this year, yeah. but even though they were 26th in the league and they uh -huh. were this and that, when they won, when we believed they well, were turning it around, it was because their defense was forcing like five I mean, turnovers well, again. Yeah, that, that's true. But Tommy DeVito, that was an offensive drive that put them in position to win. I think the last game of the season, granted, it's the last game of the season, and we know it was at stake and then ultimately what they tried to protect themselves against the Eagles what happened, Giants' offense looked really good. But the defense was their strength oh, when course. they were winning games. That's there's, my there's, only point. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Defense, I think, is more – has had more of its pieces in place than the offense. The yeah. offense is an offensive line struggle. Yeah. And we knew that that was going to be an issue all season long. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.